Welcome back to the Last Prepper Standing Podcast, episode number five. I asked you guys if you wanted me to cover surviving World War III or strategic relocation. By an overwhelming margin, people wanted some tips on how to survive World War III. So we're going to get into that today, and it couldn't be better timing. The episode was supposed to release today, uh, February 24th, uh, 2022. But last night or early in the morning, if you're in uh, Kiev time in Ukraine, Russia attacked. So it's kind of the beginning stages of World War III. So probably no better timing than now for this episode. There is uh, many things to consider when we're talking about World War III. And like all the podcasts that I do, I want this to kind of be short sweet and to the point, giving you guys some ideas of where you need to go, where you need to look and where you need to direct your attention to and maybe uh, refresh some ideas you have. I'm assuming that most people who listen to this podcast have been prepping for a while or at least have been familiar with the concept of prepping. If you're brand new to this, it may require a little bit more research. I may not go into things as in-depth as you would like, but I will try to expand on some key points on all these podcasts. But for the most part, this is for seasoned preppers, um, kind of giving you a bullet point list of things to think about, prepare for, and be ready to execute on. And that leads me to... Um, what we're going to talk about for how to survive World War III. I break up my survival plan for World War III into three separate categories, and I think you should too. It's the before, the during, and the after. So World War III has been on the horizon for quite some time. So there's been a lot of before time. We may be a little bit past that because the Russia, a superpower, is invading um, a NATO-backed ally, and it's going to get things real interesting real quick. Watching the UN Emergency Security Council meeting last night was pretty interesting. I stayed up late into the night watching as much as I could before having to shut it down. Woke up as early as I could and wanted to get with the revamp of this podcast, but some of the before you don't have much time so i put out kind of a bullet point list of things that i think that you should be doing um right now as as we as you're listening to this podcast if you haven't started already we need to really be considering um getting our money getting our gas getting our food getting your gear charged and reviewing your plans you need to be ready to move you need to be ready to hunker down you need to be ready to fight I don't think the fight part is going to happen um, right out the gates for us. We got to remember that we have the Second Amendment and that as Americans, we're armed to the teeth. Most countries on this planet do not have an armed citizenry like we do. Uh, The fact that we have the ability to defend ourselves and there's over, I believe, 600 million weapons in civilian hands here makes it a very unique situation if someone was to uh, plan to invade us. We do have some geographic isolation that is going to make a stealthy invasion hard for anyone to pull off. We got the West Coast, the East Coast, and a land invasion is going to be very hard. It could come from Canada. You would hope that they would resist, but obviously their government is in a little bit of weird state right now. Uh, Mexico is kind of a wild card. I mean, the border is kind of the southern border is kind of wide open. If um, 
China gets involved in this, I believe that a West Coast invasion will be much easier. I don't think that the West Coast will put up as much of a resistance as we would probably like. I think it's going to come down to the interior of the country uh, really pushing back and repealing any sort of uh, invasion. But our geographical isolation means a lot to us and it's going to really make a land invasion hard. So I don't know how much we have to be worried about that, but we want to be prepared beforehand in case the grid goes down, in case there's a cyber attack, in case it goes dark. So as a prepper, you guys should have some blackout plans ready, so sustained blackout grid down plans ready. I believe that's one of the best ways to prepare for anything. World War III, natural disaster. If you have a, a plan put in place for a complete grid collapse because the EMP is is very, very likely in this type of scenario if they want to try to do something that's going to disrupt the country, especially with all the turmoil we have right now. They might be able to set off a tactical um, nuke in the air, destroy the power grid, and just let ourselves destroy ourselves from the inside. So it's going to be very important too that we kind of relieve some of that internal tension that we have the battles and struggles that we've been fighting and try to figure out how to unify um immediately if there's some sort of invasion happening in the mainland um, beforehand you guys going to really want to consider too what you want to do with your money i'm in no way a financial advisor but waking up this morning you already see that the dow futures are tanking you might want to figure out exactly what your 401k is invested in, exactly how much cash you have on hand, how much cash you want to have on hand. The gas prices they were already talking about before this started were going to go up going into the summer. I can't imagine that they won't go up before then now. We personally made sure we topped everything off, all the gas tanks, all the um, jerry cans, everything. We made sure we topped it all off late last night before anyone else did. Um, we reviewed our food plans. We made sure that we had what we wanted to have on hand before the food runs start happening. Now, we've been perpetually preparing food-wise. So we're pretty stacked up, but that doesn't mean that we can't top it off. We recently got a deep freezer, which is going to help us if the power grid doesn't drop. It's going to present a little bit of a problem if the power grid goes down. But it should keep stuff frozen for quite a while, and we'll just have to start tapping into our food um, in reserve that we have immediately and start working on other ways to preserve it through cooking versus preserving it through um, freezing. Beforehand, you're going to want to make sure that you sit down and have plans with your kids who are going to school. That's one of the things we did this morning. We said, hey, if the if the power goes out and your cell phone service goes out, your mom is going to be on her way to pick you up. You need to be ready to be picked up. You're not going to hunker down in some room in your in your uh, classroom. You're going to be picked up by your mom. So we have plans in place um, should that happen. That's something that you're going to want to consider beforehand and review with your family. What is your plan for work? If a nuke goes off in New York and you work on the West Coast, are you going to have to go into work? Is your work going to ask you to come in or are you going to call off sick? What is your plan? You need to review these type of plans uh, ahead of time so that in case something happens, you're ready to go. Also, you're going to want to consider other things like who 
do you have to take care of? Is there a grandparent, a sibling, someone that you need to really kind of solidify? Hey, I'm taking care of you if this happens. Who are some people that you need to say, hey, if things get really crazy, I don't need you coming to my place. Do not do it. I'll be in contact with you. I want to help you. But please do not come to my place. So the cyber attacks are a real, real threat. The nuclear attacks are a real threat. Um, do you have your p- potassium iodine ready? That's a one way to block, do a thyroid blocker in case there's any nuclear fallout and help reduce the chances of you having any adverse reactions to that. So that's all beforehand stuff. Um, the grid attack, all that, you guys got to really, really be thinking about that. Hopefully you have some NBC gear, some nuclear, biological, and chemical attack gear on hand because a biological attack, um, I believe we were kind of in one, but it could be obviously ramped up. If um, there's sleeper cells here from maybe other foreign countries that, that Russia is working with, Putin did warn that if anybody... Um, from the Western countries attack that there'll be catastrophic consequences the like of which we never seen before. You got to keep in mind that there's going to be some disruptions to transportation. So you need to have your alternative transportation plan. You need to have all of that stuff thought out well beforehand. You got to be ready in case there's martial law. How do you plan on getting home and avoiding crowds? Um, you can simply avoid crowds and Tense situations by just being polite people, uh, polite to people and, and moving through the crowd, not trying to be, create or be a part of the panic. And one of the best options what we've seen so far, maybe uh, one of the ble- blessings from the lockdowns is that we maybe increased our abilities to stay at home and to hunker down and to kind of make some bug in plans work better than we may have uh, may have in the past. So. If a nuclear, um, let's, let's go for for during, during World War III, what do you do then? So if we're not incurring a land invasion, it might be very much business as usual for you. There may be some things that don't change, but you're ne- going to need to keep sure that you're monitoring the situation and that you're gathering as much intel as possible. You may want to consider carrying your um, NBC gear with you to be prepared for that. Like I mentioned before, you're going to want to make sure that you have your potassium iodide pills for each member of your uh, of your family. You're going to want to make sure that you're able to seal off your home, uh, any of the vents and windows and doors in case there is any nuclear fallout you're going to want to do um this is before but during during that you're going to want to do that so before you're going to want to see if you're near any high value targets if you're going to be in that blast radius um that's something to consider for during uh during world war three gray man is going to be extremely important if you guys have gear if you guys have food you're not going to want to make that well known there were uh, rationing that happened during World War II. There's going to be people who, if their store runs like there was at the onset of the pandemic, who may get desperate. They may get even more desperate now. You got to think the mental psyche of people between what's happened with the uh, the lockdowns to what may be happening in World War III, they might not be in a good spot. So the during is going to be very, very important for you guys to band together during this. Make sure that you review any of your survival plans. Make sure that you're executing on your survival plans daily and that you don't drop your guard you may 
you may be business as usual as, as U.S. and Russia collide, but you might be in a situation where there's a, a terrorist attack at work and you need to get home. Maybe, the, you know, it's been weeks and weeks since the initial attack on Ukraine and nothing's happening. And then all of a sudden, a nuke goes off in uh, New York. A nuke goes off in L.A. and it's time to get going, but you let your guard down. So I would be on a, on a constant height of awareness during this and going forward. Um, after after everything starts and it's going on, it's game time. You need to be in the mindset of we're at World War Three. I'm in a in an ever changing situation, and I have to be prepared for this. Start with grid down, never coming back up. Preparedness. Look up what you need to do. Make sure you have all the food, the gear. At the end of the day, gear is important, but food, water, shelter are going to be the most important things you need to secure and take care of regardless of the situation. People in this country live generations without power or even running water for that matter. So there's a lot of research that you need to ramp up and get in, get dig into now while you still have time. I would encourage you to take a look at um, some of the events of World War II and how that played out. I think as Americans, we, we have a higher chance of not having to deal with anything on our soil, which is going to give us a higher chance of survivability. You may determine that you want to join a military group and go help in this type of effort that may actually be a good idea for your long-term survival if you don't have a lot of supplies gear uh, or protection or a good network it's you know you get that perception from world war ii that it was just massive death british and american troops um that were enlisted at the time it was only a 2.9 percent chance of death so that's not to say that you know the risks aren't high that the injury rate wasn't high but it wasn't like every like 50 percent of the troops were killed i think sometimes you could get that impression when we're looking back in history and we're and we're kind of thinking about what happened so as this conflict escalates as it as it continues to evolve into what may be a full-scale war hopefully china doesn't get involved hopefully this doesn't open the door for them to um invade Taiwan, which is going to incur a lot more um, problems for us because we're going to be uh, spread pretty thin. So World War Three, I mean, we're kind of at the precipice of it. And it looks like we're, we're going to be thrust into that pretty quick here. So you have your before, your during and your after. We're still a little bit in that before phase, transitioning into that during and after it already pops off, there, there's not much we could do. Hopefully, we got all our ducks in a row. So I encourage you guys to just keep moving forward with your prepping plans. Check off the list. Check off the gear. Get your NBC gear if you don't have any. And the prices on that might be going up. I really recommend like the 3M gear for that. It's what the military uses. It's what industry uses. Um, that is probably the gold standard in in what to have for that the army surplus stores may have a lot of gear that will benefit you too so dig into that check that out if i have um any more updates i will try to drop them as quick as i can maybe get some episodes out a little bit quicker